What's up, y'all? It's Be Dangerous back again with another edition of Dangerous Sports Talk. Long overdue episode, I know. I definitely know. But in hindsight, I think I did right by waiting because it is now the second round of the playoffs. And a lot of shit has happened. So let's get into the scores, shall we? And the actual series, so... We have the Warriors taking a 4-1 to one series against the Denver Nuggets. Now, that was a pretty damn good series. It was competitive. The, the Nuggets tried to fight. They fought valiantly, but the Warriors, just too much for them. They had too much firepower. Then we have the Atlanta Hawks getting beaten by the Miami Heat. And that was... 97 to 94. So by three points, the Heat win the series four games to one. And we have the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies win by two. I'm glad they won because I can't stand Patrick Beverly on the fucking Timberwolves. And they lead the series three to two. So all you got to do is win one more game to go on to the next round. Then you got the Pelicans and the Suns. Suns won that game. With no Devin Booker. And Chris Paul leading the way, facilitating and doing what he does. And the Suns lead the series 3-2. to two. And the most shocking part of the playoffs was the fact that the Brooklyn Nets were swept by the Celtics. Four games to none. And if you listen to On the Mic with Mike, you guys know that we... Did a whole eulogy for the Brooklyn Nets, asking Brooklyn what happened. Pretty much every year, Brooklyn leads us to the water and think they're going to do something. And they don't even get to the conference finals, let alone the semifinals. Because they were expected to win the playoffs, just win the championship, just like the Lakers were. And we're going to get into the whole Lakers situation anyway. But... Just knowing that you guys have continued to have playoff flops and consistent fuckery during the regular season that causes things to happen a certain type of way, y'all really need to humble yourselves because that's only been the story since the Brooklyn Nets have become a thing. You get certain players on the team, older players, younger players, players that are relevant. You get a Kevin Durant, you get a James Harden, you get a Kyrie Irving. Somehow, James Harden isn't happy with the Nets. He wants a trade. He goes to Philadelphia. You get Ben Simmons in return. Ben Simmons doesn't give you shit. But more fashion tips from the fucking bench. You got Kyrie being there part-time. You got KD doing all he can, but the team just doesn't gel. What more can you do? This is like the Nets are pretty much what the Lakers are in the West on the East Coast. That's what they pretty much are. In my eyes. So don't tell me shit about Brooklyn. Or don't tell me nothing about what the Lakers are doing if you don't get in Brooklyn's ass just as much as you got in the Lakers. And also, let me not forget. The Chicago Bulls lost the series to the Milwaukee Bucks. Four games to one. 
They lost by 16 points. And in this 4-1 series, they lost by 30 points. Now, Chicago Bulls fans, I want to have a little chat with you guys. Because, listen, anyone that knows me knows I love the Bulls just like I love the Lakers. I might not go in as hard as on, on the Bulls as I would the Lakers. Because the Lakers do more shit to irritate the fuck out of me. And the Bulls have been remotely winning. However, down the stretch, before the playoffs even began, they were starting to struggle down the stretch. Particularly against the Bucks. So I didn't expect too much out of this series. I expected them to win two games. I expected that. But they only got one win. And the Bucks, of course, being the defending champions that they are, took over and they won the damn series. But Bulls fans, come here. We're going to have a little chat. Now, I remember distinctly when the season began, the Bulls were winning out the gate. I expected, just like you guys expected, for them to make a deep playoff run and be good for the rest of the season. However, when that losing started to hit a little too hard... Everybody that has so much to say about the Lakers fucking losing didn't have much to say about the Bulls losing. Granted, they made it to the playoffs. I get it. But now you're sitting right in Cancun with the Lakers. So y'all really did all that chirping to get into the playoffs, to get bit slapped by 30 points in, I believe, game three, I think. Yeah, I think they got slapped by 30 points in game three, which is the biggest franchise playoff loss in history. And you have the nerve and audacity to come to me about Lakers anything. I don't think that the Bulls were going to be better than what they are. But as I always, always say, the Bulls always have issues with injuries and guys staying healthy. Zach Levine entered the damn safety and protocols before before the last game even began. You got small balls still out. Caruso was pretty much the glue that tried to hold everything together. DeRozan can score, but he could only do but so much because the team really couldn't beat the damn Bucks. And that was the case from the regular season. And the, the, what kills me is, if I talk, talk about the Bulls just like I talk about the Lakers... There are some Bulls fans who will be offended about what they love me for on the Lakers side of things. So if you can dish what I give to the Lakers, you better brace yourself, put on your seatbelt, grit your teeth, and deal with the shit that I'm going to say about the Bulls. Because listen, nobody is safe over here. If I can go on about the Bulls, if I can go on about the Lakers about doing the same shit, I can go on on the Bulls. And there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. So those that have so much to say about the Lakers losing, enjoy that fat, hot piece of humble pie. Swallow it whole if you have to. Because the way y'all talked about the Lakers this year and Lahim fans, though that's who y'all was really trolling. Because you'll talk about Laker fans do this, Laker fans do that, but you won't talk about me. Half the shit that y'all would blow in the air and blow smoke for, about quote-unquote Laker fans are really about LeBron fans. So make that simple and make that plan because this Laker fan here, I was, I'm was i ready for the smoke y'all got. 
Trust and believe. I am absolutely ready. But since I am in terms of conditions and nobody reads me, nobody really tries it. But I just laugh at it because guess what? I'm going to give you the same asshole be dangerous that I've always given you guys. So the Bulls, you know, y'all got to make adjustments. You guys got to get healthy again and work even harder. Make the necessary moves that you need to make for next season and get your asses back on your feet while the defending champions move on to the next round. And it's another team. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, shit. That's who I was talking about. I'm going through these games. Just bear with me here. And we got the Dallas Mavericks playing the Utah Jazz. And the Mavericks are leading the game, leading the series three games to two. And we got the Philadelphia versus Toronto series. The Sixers are leading the series three to two games. Now, honestly, my fractions, my fraction of fucks have pretty much died now that the boys are out of the playoffs. I'm really not going to give two fucks about the playoffs, but since I have a show to do, I have a show to cover, and I have games to cover, I still have to pay some sort of attention to the games, so I know what the fuck I'm talking about, I know what to talk about, what not to talk about, who to critique, who not to critique, I still have to pay attention to the playoffs in some way, shape, or form, regardless if my teams are there or not. So that's pretty much the landscape of... The playoffs for right now. And I just have to enjoy things right now the way they are. Because before you know there's not going to be any type of NBA games until fucking October. So let's just enjoy this and soak it up right now. Ooh. But let's get to why... I mostly did this show today. The Lakers are pointing the finger of blame at AD. Management saying that all this fuck we happened because of LeBron and Lahim. If I think I even talked about this the last episode I did. But if you're going to blame Lahim and AD, also blame yourselves. Because y'all allowed this fuckery to continue. Your management, right? You're the ones who are supposed to have a spine and backbone in running this damn team. So, turn the mirror that you got on AD and Lahim, turn that back on your irrelevant asses and look at yourselves. Because this shit happened because of you. Y'all got that win now mentality. You traded away all your fucking draft picks to get the players that you got now. And what do you really have? And what do you think you're going to get back for the players that you want to trade away? A bag of peanuts and a scrunchie for Genie. You're not going to get much out of that. And you give what you get back into the season. If this team hasn't given you shit, how the fuck do you expect to get anything back? So if this is anybody's fault, it's management. And I've always went in on Lakers management. Because they managed to do things and outsuck themselves and then want to point the finger to everyone else. No. 
they might have been on the court playing, but you were the guys that made the decisions to have these players on this court in the first damn place. So like I said, turn that mirror around and look at you. Like, this is your fucking fault as well. So don't fucking point the finger at AD and Lahem if you can't also redirect that shit at, at your fucking selves. Because the shit is funny. People got so much shit to say about the Lakers doing this, Lakers doing that. But when I bring my Lakers loving ass on the post, it'll get kind of quiet. Because y'all already know, I am not the Laker fan that y'all can fuck with. I'm not the Laker fan that you can try. I'm not the Laker fan that you can come at crazy because I will let you know exactly what happened. What position it happened in. And how things happened. Because I don't duck, I don't hide, I don't cower from nothing. Because why? Why should I do it? If I can embrace all 17 titles, oh, I'm sorry. The championships that were in Minneapolis, quote unquote, don't count. So, if I can embrace all those titles, including that bubble ring, I can embrace the fuckery too. So, we can talk about this. And that's another thing. (laughs) People love talking about what Laker fans do and don't do. But please try your luck with a real one. And I'll definitely let you know how how this Laker fan be like. But that's too much to ask for. Way too much to ask for. And speaking of Lakers. I fucking finally was able to watch an episode of Winning Time yesterday. Now, if you guys know anything about me. You guys know that I'm a pure Laker fan. Which means... I know not only the history of the team, what they were doing on the court. I've read up on things that happened off the court as well. From Jerry West's book, from Magic's books to other books. I know what happened around the time the Lakers were in Showtime. And I knew who the players were just by certain faces and certain body types. And to see how Jerry Buss was, it's not shocking. Because Jerry Buss was a playboy. He wasn't married. Of course he had Jeannie there. But he was having all types of orgies and shit. And having his good time. Meanwhile, Jeannie's mom was going through her health scares and stuff like that. Like, it was a lot. It was definitely a lot. And Jerry West had a problem of how he was perceived in the in the miniseries. Well, Jerry... After having a 1-8 finals record, I wouldn't be one to talk. However, I'm not going to take anything away from what you mean to the Lakers as a GM and as a player. As a coach, the Lakers were bad under you. However, you can't be mad at how people perceive you or see you. Nor can you really tell them. If this is through somebody else's eyes and not your eyes, you're gonna have a different someone's gonna have a different perception of how you are or how you were, or whatever the case might be. But since Jerry West is a little bit more sensitive to certain things, he has a problem with it. Because I'm like, even Jeannie doesn't have a problem with it because she knew how her relationship was with her father. And magic. Ugh. 
what shocks y'all doesn't shock me because I already know a lot of these stories. Like a good 90, 80% of it. I know what happened around the Showtime era. Because I watched the episode where he brought Cookie somewhere and Cookie found out that he had gotten her friend pregnant, which he didn't bring up in his book. He had went back to Lansing and this girl got pregnant with his first son, Andre. And Cookie left him. Like, magic was the epitome of a hoe. Which is why things ended up being the way they were. Like, he like he broke also broke off two engagements to Cookie. Before they finally got married in 1992. So, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot. And the guy that played Larry Bird actually looks older than Larry Bird actually did when he was young, if that makes any sense. Then you got Dr. J. Like, it was taking a lot. It took a lot out of me. Certain players on the teams and stuff like that. I'm like, the wigs took me out. Like, granted, things aren't going to be as 100% accurate as they were in real life when it actually happened. But some of those wigs were killing me. Like, bro. <laughs> I won't say it's exaggerated because Adrian played Pat Riley and I knew who he was. I knew who certain players were by the hair. Like, I could tell who Jerry Buss was by his hair. I knew how Pat Riley, Pat Riley was by his hair. I knew who Jack McKinney was. I know who Paul Westhead was. So just by knowing their personalities, how they're dressed, like, I already know who these players are. But overall, I really like winning time. And if I actually had HBO Max, which I'm pretty sure I'll get soon enough, I'll watch the entire fucking series. That way I can be caught up on everything. And if you're a basketball fan, if basketball fan, Laker fan like me, you should know what happens in most of the games because of basketball history alone. But yes, winning time is definitely an A-plus series for me. And it doesn't even make me wear my Lakers shit more because this is the only time I'll able to be able to see the Lakers win any fucking thing this year. So why not? And the more shit y'all talk, the more shit I'm going to wear. And the harder I'm going to rip, as I always do. And on that note, I'm going to get my ass out of here. As always, I thank you guys so very much for your continued love and your support for Dangerous Sports Talk. My birthday is next week, so please give me the greatest birthday gift that I could ever get and run the listens up on this. Please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dangerous. Follow Dangerous Sports Talk, the Facebook page, and the podcast on Spotify and whatever podcasts are available. Also, listen to On The Mic With Mike. Every Tuesday and Thursday on Energy Radio, download the Energy Radio app so you can listen Listen to, di- to different shows on the app and listen to On the Mic with Mike with us. And on that note, I'm out of here. Peace.